Hey, this is another continuation of the love stories. Wow, the content I'm turning out is two because I'm splitting it because this will be the second love story. And I don't know if I'll go to three. Hopefully I will, but this is the second love story. And it is called the very gay love story because the only very part is the fact that this is for the girls. <laughs> so, this story begins with Jules. Was it Jules or Julie? If you listen to the one before, it's either Jules or Julie, and she was sitting at the lunch table with the guys and Yuki and Arike, and Jules is half French and half, I think, Chinese. And... She was eating lunch, and when they get back to their classroom, because they have time to play, but Jules just wants to, I think, read a book. She likes playing Fortnite, but she also just really likes reading mystery books nightly. There's an author she really likes, and the author is a mandarin like written author so she's been practicing her chinese and a couple other girls are in the classroom with a couple other guys and on they're in the same class as nuke and yuki but on the other side of the building there's also another sixth grade class this is the east side, and there's the west side sixth graders as well. In this big international school that goes all the way to high school. But this, that's another building, and the middle school is also another building. And so, actually, but it's quite strange actually for the other side of the two students to come by. But, Recently, there has been a common occurrence that can be expected because everyone knows that Loverly, this girl from the West High Six Graders, likes Jules. Or Jules. Which one did I name? Really bad names. And Loverly is part Filipino. In part, mm, part Filipino and parts what no let's say Canadian <laughs> because actually part of her family is from Quebec. There you go. I'm bad with names in this, <laughs> but do you know about Loverly? She really likes space soccer. She's very active. So she's usually outside playing basketball and soccer. The thing is, recently in the past months, she's been trying to talk to this girl named Julie's. And she'll come over after playing some basketball in the gym. Because she's the first to eat her lunch. Usually quickly. It's kind of taller. And most of the other girls. And likes to play sports pretty well. And 
doesn't really like hands though. She doesn't really have that in her family. But regardless, one thing that the sixth graders know lately is that Loverly likes Julie or Julie. I thought I'm just stick with Julie. And so when they see Loverly come by to the classroom, they all look at Julie. Julie. Julie's not paying attention because Julie's reading. Julie. It's kind of like Yuki. She's a bit oblivious, but she knows. She knows that Loverly likes her too. And, well, she doesn't know how she feels about it, to be perfectly honest. Anyways, Loverly comes by, pom pom, the doorway, asses in a loud voice, unashamed, unafraid. Hey, it's Julie. Julie here. Um, one of the guys like, hey, Loverly, do you want to play soccer after school? And Julie's like, what are you talking about? Where are we going to play soccer? The volleyball team plays today. Um, but that's not important. Is Julie here? The guy's like, of course Julie's here. Why wouldn't you know she's here? That's why you came. <laughs> they tease her. And Loverly's like, whatever. It's not like you're wrong. And she smiles. Bright. Her brown hair. Long. Straight. But. At least those are two strands in the front. She tied the back ones in a ponytail. And Jules is sitting. Looking at Loverly. She says aloud. Aren't you... So why don't you just stay playing basketball? <laughs> and then Loverly's like, no. How am I supposed to talk to you if I keep playing basketball? I know you finished lunch. How was lunch? She goes by. She stands on. She stands next to her. She's pretty tall. She taps on the desk. Did you like lunch today? I personally thought the noodles were kind of okay. And Jules is like, yeah, they were alright. Do you like noodles? And everybody's like, yeah. But I don't really like their noodles so much. I'm more of a fried noodle type girl. Do you want to come by? My mom makes great fried noodles. And Julie says, nah, I'm going to go home today. We have plans to do Fortnite with the guys. Julie looks kind of um, surprised. Oh, wait, do you mean your brother? I know you said you played with your brother before. I think the junior high schooler. And Julie's, no, I want to try playing with the other guys. You know, um, Yuki and Enrique and the rest. Julius is uh, not Julius. Loverly looks around. Go. Because Loverly isn't sure, you know. She's been trying to kind of gather. Like everyone knows that she likes Julius because 
She did say it, I think, accidentally, the second time she met Jules. It was a funny moment where, because she caught her between the halls. She really liked how Jules, you know, black straight hair and but really bright gray eyes look the first time she saw her then the second time she saw her in the hallway she really wanted to grab her attention and before she knew it she wanted to say at first that your hair is really nice but she accidentally blurted out I really like you instead <laughs> And so everyone knew really quickly Jules had someone that liked her. <laughs> and they just stare about it. I mean, like, oh, looks like Lovely likes you. Lovely's in love with you. <laughs> the girls would say. And the guys would also be like, ooh, Lovely loves you. Lovely can't say she wasn't embarrassed. Especially when she got back to her class. Because there were a couple mean girls too. Like, ooh. I guess that's your type. <laughs> but I guess they didn't like Julie's. I guess they don't like Julie. But I really just shook it off. Like, no. I mean, I guess I like her. But even Lovely knows, like, am I shallow? She kind of thought that moment, am I a shallow person? <laughs> and, um, but I think time has prevailed because it's been over a month and she continually talks to Jules just a little bit for about five minutes every day because it's about enough time for them, her to finish a game with other people in, in the gym and then go to all the way to the east side and talk to Jules for a bit before the bell rings. She has to run all the way to the west side. The school's kind of long, kind of big school, to make it in time for the next period. And so the warning bell rings, and Jules says, actually, um, can I walk you home? And Jules is like, no, my dad's going to pick me up. And Lovely's all okay. But Jules hasn't been rejecting Lovely, but at the same time, doesn't know. So Jules just felt this compulsion looking at like the downturn face of Lovely. Like she realized something, like as if she didn't want Lovely to be too sad. She found it kind of interesting that she kept trying to talk to her even though they're so far from each other. And then the bell, warning bell rings. So Julie see Loverly kind of mm, gulp and mm, kind of bring back her energy and look at Jules in, with her long lashes and dead eyes saying uh, well I guess then I'll see you tomorrow and tries to grin a bit and Lovely says wait he 
Maybe next time you can walk with me. Actually, why don't we just hang out during the weekend? You can come to my place. Lovely. Looks really bright eye. Um, how about I get your messenger content? I don't know what messenger they use, but I don't want to date this because I don't know. I don't even know because it depends on what country they live in too, and I don't know what country they live in. Uh, so let's just say a messenger app. Like, I want to get your messenger app. Candle before you leave today. Is that okay? And Jules was like, all right. We can do that. I'll be by the west exit to the south parking lot. And so lovely smiles, taps her desk with her, all of her fingers like, okay. Then runs away, smiling gleefully, her ponytail flying. <laughs> and so then... It's after school, and Julie's grabs her bag, and the guys heard it. They're like, Julie's, you're gonna, wait, do you like Loverly now? Julie's knows, they're all so gossipy. If she says one thing, she doesn't want to really know. She doesn't want to say anything. She's not even sure why she wanted to say what she did to Loverly this afternoon. And so... She doesn't say anything, she just smiles. Her gentle water lily smile. It's like, are you playing Fortnite tonight? The guys kind of look alarmed. Because they play, these guys have played with her before once. But they're not very good because these guys are the ones that play sports more than games. Not like Yuki and Rike's bunch who um, take the bus usually. These are the ones that usually get a ride home. But they played with her once and they were destroyed. They also didn't really know how to play the game very well, Julie thought. But she just wanted to shut them up. They shut up. <laughs> and Jules walked down to the west side entrance saying bye to the other girls in her class. I had... She wasn't sure if Lovely was gonna make it on time because her father is usually pretty on time. But for some reason, luckily or unluckily enough, she was waiting for her father and her father wasn't coming and she was waiting for Lovely and Lovely wasn't coming. And honestly, it was already been 10 minutes. And so she was wondering have I been stood up by my father and Loverly? Although that thought herself was kind of jarring because why would she be stood up by Loverly? She doesn't really... She's trying to be friends, I guess. Well, she doesn't really know what's going on with her, at least. At least, I don't know that weird sound. <laughs> my throat. <laughs> and But she... It's like, oh, well, I don't know. Can I say stand up for both of them? But that thought itself is kind of amusing because it's like of all the ties, especially because her father is usually on time or his workplace is about 
three minutes away. He usually just does it as like an afternoon break to pick her up and drop her off and grab um, some snacks from the refrigerator that her mom has left for him for the afternoon because her mom also works but a little bit farther away um and so she waits it's kind of approaching 15 minutes she doesn't see lovely most of the people have left she doesn't see her father it's kind of cool outside so she decides to go back and stand between the entrance um the, between the entrance doorway so there's two doors they kind of like hold out the cold air and then she sees Loverly not coming from the inside but running from the outside inside and Jules is just so confused right now like how are you coming from that way um and Loverly's hair is kind of in a mess and the ponytail is not a ponytail anymore and it's just long glossy hair and the sun winter sunlight they both have long hair kind of fine features and lovely is panting goes in like tries to open the 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 entrance the entrance doorway with her hands but the metal bar kind of is really cold on her bare hands and in especially in the winter cold even though the sun is shining and she looks a look slightly alarmed like what's going on and opens the do door from the inside for her like pushes it to the side so she can enter and really like kind of like smashes into her like hey like and she's kind of taking her back like, it just because she was just trying to open the door but she's suddenly getting like pushed on like i guess in a friendly way but they've never really they're not really that close and so Julie's eyes, Julie's, Julie's eyes are a little bit wide. Oh, hey, um, awkwardly holding on to the door handle, still having to close the door. Lovely's like, hey, thanks for waiting. I was really worried that you'd have left already. Julie slowly closes the door behind her. Yeah, or like pushes aside. Uh, yeah, I was wondering if you weren't gonna come. And, um, she noticed that Lovely was holding something behind her, and Lovely says, no, I, I just wanted to, uh, get you this, because I know tomorrow's your birthday, and she was looks kind of shocked and looks down and it's like a small bouquet a small bouquet of flowers from what she knows is the local grocery store down the street and basically these candies that are like frozen strawberries but they're encased in they're like mini frozen strawberries encased in dark chocolate that she really, really likes. And she's like, oh, wow. Thanks. Like, so surprised. Just, but 
without her knowing, she also is grinning. And nobody's grinning at her. And she's like, oh, okay. And, you know, in the back, she also sees, there's also a car finally approaching to the parking lot. And I really noticed for Jules because Jules is kind of shocked and holding the two objects with a smile that she doesn't even know that's on her face. But Lovely is, you know, panting, wide smile, like, oh, shoot, you're, you're, I think it's, that's your dad, right? Can I get your um, messenger really quick? I, I know you're probably going to be busy on your birthday, but if you have time, let's meet up a little bit for your birthday or um, maybe Sunday. And she says in a rush, Lovely does. And Jules, is kind of doesn't really move but feels like she's making a slow realization for something and then um you know Juice already has her her phone out with the um, barcode or QR card that you can use to add friends on the messenger app and so Juice like oh yeah um yeah I mean we can Maybe I'm a little busy on my birthday, but maybe Sunday, and then they add each other as friends, and everybody looks understanding. Like, yeah, I'm just glad I could give this to you before your birthday. And she smiles why. Jules looks at her, and without knowing, she smiles back. And Jules says, "Okay, bye." He's like, "Bye." And Jules feels different. And Lovely feels like this is different too, so they just grin at each other and leave. Okay, that's the end of. Sorry, do I have to log back into my laptop again? Damn it. I'm not sure I can do a story three. Like a basic, you know, um, love story in terms of a heterosexual one. Hold on. Uh, oh shoot. What time passed it again? So that's the end of the love story. Am I gonna do another one? Not sure. My battery's dying. And my charger is far away because I didn't unpack. Okay, those are the two love stories for today. And if you think, what do you think? Did you think they were interesting? What did you think? Do you think they're unrealistic? Do you think they're realistic? I'd say nonfiction fiction only because we you know it's not a real story. But I like to imagine a future where young kids can be openly gay and their classmates can tease them. In a nice way of like how you would tease any girl that liked a guy and be like, ooh, she likes you or he likes you. And they're just, and it's like common knowledge and no one gets bullied and they just tease each other because, ooh, someone likes you kind of way. Isn't that cute? Isn't that such a beautiful future? Anyways, I hope you have a good night. Um, I should have done a heterosexual love, but Ooh, there's a lot of those stories. Actually, if you want a heterosexual love, you probably haven't listened to this one yet. It's my first one, so it's the Midnight, Min Midnight Moon, Midnight Train, 
and I'm pretending to be a love girl. That is the heterosexual one. And actually, I had made that for Valentine's Day like three years ago, so that's also relevant. So if you haven't heard that, that's a heterosexual story. And it's a real one. It's based, well, it's like nonfiction fiction again, but it's based on a true event. So listen to that for the third story because I'm lazy. <laughs> And also because it's a good story, actually. It's a really good romance. Or a heterosexual one, too. So I hope you have a good night and a great morning. And live for a bright future. For the world and yourself.